I'm Susie and here we're going to talk all things book related with no regrets when spilling all the secrets and surprises of our most recent reads. Now some of these will be our favourite books while others were just misses in our opinion. So follow along on this journey to find out what to read, what to avoid and what to get excited for. Today we'll be discussing The Cheat Sheet by Sarah Adams. So basically, Emily has not read this book yet, but I have. And we're going to do a little bit of a game. I'm going to give her the book and she's going to look at the cover and just guess what it's about. Because I feel like it's really, really obvious. It's a trope in itself. Like, (laughs) literally. Okay, so here's the book. Okay, so what I'm looking at here, people, it's called The Cheat Sheet, obviously. And then underneath that, a little tagline, is it ever too late to leave the friend zone? Um... And so basically there's a locker and then there's a ballerina leaning on the... It's not a locker. Isn't that a locker? It's a football... Oh my god, I'm (laughs) actually so stupid. It's a football goal. (laughs) Okay, sorry. It's a football goal. I wasn't looking at the top. And the ballerina, she's leaning on the left side and then the football man is leaning on the right side. And is that... What is that on his wrist? It's a cheat sheet. Oh, but like... Why is it look? He looks like he's looking at a watch, but it's a sheet glued to his arm. Anyway, oh, Emily, you sorry, know I'm getting about caught up in the de- in the details. I don't know. Okay, so from first impression, definitely the only thing coming to mind is opposites attract. You know, ballerina, football dude, very opposite sports. Is it ever too late to leave the friend zone? I'm all getting a thought. I'm thinking they were childhood friends. And, you know, it's always been like, no, he's my bestie since we were five or whatever. And then he's like, oh, like, I kind of like you. And then she's like, no. (laughs) And then I think that's basically summing up the entire plot. Okay. (laughs) Actually, you did pretty good. So basically, the book follows Nathan and Mm Brie. Brie's the girl, Nathan's the guy. Awesome. So Nathan is a football player and he's like in the big football league. (laughs) I don't know what it's called. The big team. I don't know. You know, know, like the professional football team. And then Brie is a ballerina and she owns her own little studio and she basically does non-for-profit work for ballerinas that can't really afford Mm. the really expensive studios. And Brie had like an accident when she was, you know, however old. And so she broke her femur or something. And so she couldn't become like a professional ballerina. So that's why she became a teacher. teacher. Anyway, we find out that Nathan and Brie have been best friends since high school. High school. Okay, so not five. No, but yeah, Yeah, but still still like friends from, you know, a young age. And they basically fell in love with each other right when they first met. Okay. But they've Stay kept that secret to each other, so they don't know that one another is in love with oh, they one another. Oh, they've held that back yeah. from the other so person. So they both think that the other person just wants to be friends, right. but they're both secretly mm. in love with each other. We find out that Nathan does things like he pays for her rent of the ballerina oh. studio and stuff like that without her knowing. Oh. He pays for like some of her rent because mm. the owner, the landlord, was like, oh, sorry, I'm raising your rent. And then he like called her back a few days later and was like, I had a change of heart. I'm not raising it anymore. Oh. But it's because Nathan called him and was like, 
I'm paying that extra, you know, amount, amount but just but don't tell sure, her. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, they have this whole big trope that's throughout the whole thing that he always chooses her. <laughs> oh, it's one of those ones. So in the beginning, he has this girlfriend. I can't remember her name because she's insignificant. Basically, Brie comes to his house in the morning and is like ready for their morning run or whatever and then the girlfriend is like what are you doing here anyway nathan ends up coming out and then the girlfriend goes it's either me or her and then brie has this like internal you know dialogue that's like uh honey he always chooses me right and so then nathan goes i choose brie and then it's like this whole big thing (laughs) anyway it's so cute and basically what happens is Brie gets drunk one night and is like in the bathroom at this club mm. and she's like throwing up or something. No, she's not. Oh, I don't know. No, she spilled something on her shirt. Oh, okay. And then she's getting tied, like a tied pen, you oh, know? Yeah, to get so it off. To get it off. But then this chick is like filming her, right? Because yeah. she's like talking about Nathan and because um. Nathan's this big league, you know. Player. Football player. Um, you know, the girl is like actually a gossip magazine writer oh, or something like honest, that. Yeah. And so Brie is like, you know, talking about it and, oh, he must be in love with me, you know, the, all this kind of stuff. And then the journalist is like, oh, really, really? Oh. Anyway, Nathan gets really nervous because Brie had been in like the bathroom for a while. So he's mm. like, uh, Brie, you in there? Yeah. Anyway, she's like, laughing and she's like off her head and he he comes in and he's like helping her out and then the lady like records them like Like, together kind of anyway that goes viral and Bree's like oh my god I'm so sorry this is awful and then Nathan's publicist is like we need to get you guys in a relationship and then they're like what and of course they both don't want the other person to think they're in love with them mm. because they don't want to ruin the friendship. So they go, no, no, that's too weird. Yeah, that's too yeah. weird. And then it gives a signal to the other person like, oh, yeah, oh, they're they not into don't like me, yeah. Yeah, and so um, basically they end up forming this deal that they're going to be in a relationship and do like promos for things like Tide Pen. Like they oh, had this okay. million dollar deal with Tide Pen because everybody wanted to get one after the video. video. And so they were doing like um, these videos and the only reason Brie agreed to do it is because she found out that Nathan was paying for her rent and so she's going to give the money back to him. Oh, okay. So that's basically her reasoning behind it. And after they make the deal, Nathan gets with his team, like his football team, and is like, okay, we need to make a cheat sheet like Mm. for dating so basically like a cheat sheet is like has all the plays and stuff like that and so the player can just look and go oh okay i think we'll do this one okay and so they have this thing like wink at her randomly slow dance and like do all these things and some of them work like the random slow dancing because obviously she's a dancer so she was like you know but like the winking totally failed and she was like laughing her Mm -hmm. head off and and all that kind of stuff so basically has this cheat sheet and starts trying to put all these moves on her right anyway the whole thing they finally kind of start flirting with each other and whatever and then he has a panic attack Mm. because he's just got so much on his plate and then she kind of confesses to him that she loves him and then they were like 
you know later he's like oh that was just a pity thing and then she's mm. like no it's it true real. <laughs> yeah. and and then they basically go have we both been in love with each other since high school and then they're like yeah oh god which is so cringy oh my gosh and and then then the worst part I know this is this is I just don't get this I really don't get this mm. after they've confessed their love for each other he goes I'm gonna propose soon what they haven't even been like they haven't even dated, dated. And, and he says that he's like even though we haven't really been dating long and even though it was fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, part of it was fake. <laughs> um, he's like, but I've known you for so many years, it just feels right and whatever. And then, so then literally, they have the playoff games and whatever, and it's like the final game or whatever, oh, I don't know. And then their team loses. And That's he, embarrassing. And he proposes. <laughs> Which is Surely kind of... that's like a metaphor, like, it's not going to work. <laughs> he's like, which is kind of sweet because he's like, no matter what, like, it didn't have to be a win because I won already. Like, uh, you know, I think right. it was, I think it was that kind of a thing, but it was... I look at it completely opposite. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this is just not good. And yeah, that's basically, that's basically the plot, the whole like, plot. I just have an issue with that at the end. Like, why... You could have. You didn't have to propose. He could have just like given her a promise ring, like I promise yeah. to like be devoted yeah. to you, and when the time is right, I will propose. Yeah, like with the intention of proposing, but not in that moment. Because like, kind of date a bit. Like, yeah. what if it didn't work? Yeah, I don't know. Like, you might have loved each other all along, but maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I I thought it was strange, but okay. Guess the tropes. Guess the tropes that are in. Well, friends. To lovers, sort of. Yeah, that's like the biggest trope. Yeah. Um, oh, like a staged relationship. Yeah, yep. staged relationship. Like fake dating. Fake dating. Um, is there like comforting the other when like upset? Like when he had a panic yeah, attack, where she sort of yeah, like, the and then that's when the confession sort of yeah comes out. And then the other one I thought was there is that you know they're both secretly in love with each other. Oh yeah. Secret so, feelings. Secret feelings, but, like, they're not revealing it to each yeah. other. So that's, yeah. yeah. But basically, okay, I rated it three stars. That's mainly bad. because I read the first three chapters and I could guess the ending. And so I wasn't really, I mean, it was kind of, it It wasn't really interesting to read. Because yeah. I wasn't shocked by anything. Yeah, if, you, if it's so predictable and, like, formulaic, it's kind of like, oh. Not that great. Yeah. I mean, I did think, you know, it was cute and sweet in that way. But would I recommend it for somebody else to read? Probably not. Mm. Unless you are really into something where you can that's guess the whole plot. Yeah, and, and it's kind of like a simple... A simple, sweet... Romance, sort of. Yeah. It was, feet sort of it was a quick read. So yeah. if you just want like a quick read for something, I would do that. Anyway, that's the end of The Cheat Sheet by Sarah Adams. Sounds delightful. <laughs> I mean, it was it was a good book. It yeah. just it just wasn't my taste. Yeah, I with your description of it, I don't think I'd be able to take it seriously. Just with some sort of tropes, sometimes I'm like, nah, this is too cringy. I just can't, especially if I can predict it, then I'm just like, oh, I bet she's going to say this. And then she says this and I'm like... Bloody knew it. And then yeah. I was like, you know what? I don't need to read it anymore. Yeah. 
Anyway. So make sure to check back in with our Instagram. At Book Spoilers Podcast. And just go to the post for this episode. And if you have any questions or just discussions. Or you put, thought we missed anything. Yeah, just put them in the comments and we'll have a chat and see how, see, we, go. See how we go. Okay, well, well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'll I hope f- you tune in next time. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye.